1: Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey, hey, kid, come here, come here, come here. M- me, mister?
0: Yeah, you, come, come here.
2: Okay, okay, yay. All right,
0: so do you want to buy some off-brand action figures? <gasps> what kind of action figures do you have, well, sir? W- well, I got some C T Moes. They're like G. I. Joes, but they're like a little different. I love C T Mo. Yeah.
2: No one no one at school knows about C T Mo.
0: Well yeah, GI Joes, you know, they, they sort of, you know, fight Cobra and they're a military unit. Yeah. CT is just a guy who gets a lot of cat scans. He
2: just gets a lot of cat scans.
0: That's what I that's yeah. what's so interesting about <laughs> That's what's so ins it's like I don't know. I it's my favorite couple. medical drama. Yeah, each CTMO comes with his own cat scanner, and it lets you know what's going on inside your CTMO. Do you
2: have the one where he gets an X-ray instead?
0: Oh no, I don't. No, I, I, no. That, that, that is X-ray. X-ray. Um, this is just X-ray. X-ray. Yeah, yeah. That's a different. That's a different. Thing.
2: That's my yeah. other favorite medical drama, right behind yeah, Grey's that- Anatomy. <laughs>
0: Dang, do you have any Grey's any anatomy, anatomy action figures? No, of course not. Uh, Ellen Pompeo can suck my ass. I gotta go. No, I can't get but you want the CT Moe? No. Fuck. What am I going to do with all these CT Moes now?
2: Oh, uh, God, I'll, this one's I'll got buy pancreatic the- cancer. I'll buy the CT Moes.
0: Nah, nah, nah. You're not cool enough. All right. You can have this x-ray, though.
2: I love that guy.
0: Oh, okay. He's got bones. You can tell because <laughs> of the x rays that he gets. Oh, it says. That's <laughs> <I'm laughs>
2: I really was hoping that was going to be like a one line sort of voice. Yeah, I would have yeah to do. you really had. And then really I maintained the. Yeah. Thing, yeah.
0: Oh, jeez. I got my x ray. I'm going to <laughs> party. Yeah. Uh,
2: I hate it here.
0: Yeah, my CTMO has pancreatic cancer.
2: My CTMO has gallstones.
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Zach and Griffith's Multifrizzle Pet Shop. I don't know what the fuck that one was. Nope, but you're
2: Zach. But
0: I'm Zach. Yep. And I'm... And who are you? You got to say my name. Oh, and you're Griffin. Thank you. I didn't know we were doing I, the introducing t- you well,
2: I tossed the ball to you.
0: I thought you were reminding me because I forgot to say well, it. Well, that so too. But in order I to make it a, a more
2: seamless experience, I was like, now you can toss it back to me and it would look like we did yes. it that way. But then, like, yes. we got to be careful, Zach, because the, the listeners might realize that we're idiots otherwise.
0: Oh, they already know that, baby boy. <laughs>
2: Oh Lord of Mercy! Um, this is the pet shop, and it is multiversal. And I am Griffin, and you are Zach. I did it backwards this time. Uh, That's fine. We're diving into another episode of creatures to talk about, and we got. It's our, what we do, it's, and we've got our big codex,
0: just full of them. This uh, creature codex from. God games right? This is cobalt press baby. This is cobalt press. Yes. I always get the two confused. This is the
2: one made by all the kobolds. Oh, we
0: love a good kobold. Kobold,
2: kobold. Cobalt.
0: <laughs> that bit is so most, ancient.
2: I yeah. don't remember its origins. Mm-hmm.
0: The most pokemon of the D&D races.
2: Which like they don't even do that. That, that yeah. I don't know where that came from. I got to tell you. <laughs> Uh, they're all they just yeah. say cobalt and they're all perverts
0: yeah <laughs> and they uh, as chris perkins has let us all know they only live for seven days yeah and um sometimes they live for less um <laughs> but yeah the, uh, uh, we, if we're just diving straight in let's
2: dive in i got my flippers on i
0: like that yeah that was that was cute i'm really feeling you know kind of whimsical today I like it. I like it. This something um, is going to be decidedly less whimsical. Um, this is the ahuizotl. I think that's
2: the a- best yeah. we're going to get. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A-H-U-I-C-O-T-L. Ahuizotl. Yeah,
2: that feels right. Um,
0: this looks like a doll, a wolf seal. Um, yeah, with a tail that has a hand on the end of it.
2: Like a like a clawed
0: hand, like a clawed, not just hand. like a man's hand. It's shaped like a man's hand, but the fingernails are claws.
2: That's a great point, Zach.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's got an opposable thumb on it.
2: Yeah, it sure do. I didn't, which is I to didn't... say
0: something because its actual like hands like do not have thumbs. Yeah, I really didn't notice that, but its tail hand has a thumb. Ooh, ooh, let's talk. It's hide, black and rubbery. The Ahwizotl's dark hair bristles into clumps of sharp spikes to protect it. Oh, it's got spikes. That's what those are. Yeah. The creature's long hair uh, ends... Oh, long tail ends in a clawed hand, which it uses to grab and drag prey underwater. Awful. <laughs> they. Uh, oh, we normally only hear this when we do Cypher <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but it hungers for flesh. Woo! <laughs> Uh Ahuizotl is a carnivorous hunter who feasts upon the flesh and bones Ooh. of living creatures. It is a doggy. It savors teeth, eyes, and fingernails the most. Oh. And villages have discovered mounds of remains by local lakes, missing only those pieces. Oh. Dude, that's like it's like not even gonna eat the whole thing.
2: It's just like specifically gonna munch your eyes. It's gonna snack on your teeth.
0: Yeah. It takes the the hand at the end of its tail and just oh god pull, pulls that those eyeballs right on out that sound was interesting I gotta say yeah the sound made I'm kind of proud of it. <laughs> um but anyway uh horrid uh they're called snatch thieves <laughs> ah Saddle are not always killers frequently they snatch a mirror a banner a fine bucket or a bit of jewelry <laughs> from a nobleman or servant down by the water. <laughs> Ahuizotls collect these treasures and sometimes give them to Quetzalcoatl's Kui- Kui- priests, sure. to page 86 uh, 68, as offerings to the water gods. I'm I'm mostly just reveling
2: over the idea of a fine bucket. Like buckets yeah. are not usually the items that you put like a ton of craftsmanship into. But it's like, oh, servant boy, uh, the well has, the, the pipes have run dry. Please fetch my finest bucket and um, fetch the l- water from the
0: pond. Griffin, yeah? Unless the fine bucket is instead a bucket where they collect fines. Oh, the fine bucket. The fine bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the nobleman goes around and be like, you didn't um, uh, uh, twirl correctly as I passed by. <laughs> That's three gold in the bucket. Uh, in the fine bucket. Fine. Oh. Ah. That's why it's called that. It wa- yes, it works on multiple levels.
2: Every time you come by with it, I always go, ugh, fine.
0: <laughs> oh, but also when you're carrying it, you go, ooh, they look fine.
2: That bucket's fine.
0: Fine. Yeah, it's got a dumpy on it. Yeah,
2: she's got the finest buckets in the land
0: yeah it, it dumps out the dumpy uh please, please, yeah please proceed this is a small monstrosity oh, which i think small. is kind of funny apparently it's small uh it's unaligned 14 natural armor 71 hit points 30 foot walking speed 30 foot swim speed um lowest stats are int and charisma at six which is a pretty high uh intelligence for just like a little monster guy yeah um but then it's got uh wisdom of twelve, con of fourteen, dex of fifteen, and strength of sixteen. Pretty mid pretty mid. Standard mid. Strength's pretty yeah, strength is pretty high for a small thing, but here we are. It's that it's that grabby um, hand. It's that grabby hand. Uh it's got decent perception, dark vision out 60 feet, C R2. It's amphibious. Uh, It's got the spiky coat, a creature that touches the Ahuizatl or hits it with a melee attack while within five feet of it must succeed on a DC 14 deck save or take one D8 piercing damage. Mm. That could really whittle away at someone. Yeah. Especially like like in a low level encounter. Yeah. Um, It's got a multi attack where it uses its tail grab. Um, It can use its tail grab and then makes two attacks, one with its bite and one with its claw. So I guess we'll do that in order to tail grab. The ahu grabs a creature or item. If the target is medium or smaller, um, it must uh, succeed on DC 14 strength save or be grappled. Escape is DC 14. The Ahuizotl can then move up to its speed as a bonus action. The grappled creature must succeed on a DC 14 strength save uh, throw or be pulled along five feet behind the Ahuizotl. A creature being dragged by the Ahuizotl makes attack rolls or dexterity saving throws with disadvantage.
2: Before you go on, what if it passes that second strength save? Does the dog still move and the tail is just really stretchy?
0: I think it let I think it yeah, I think it lets like it, it it moves but then it like you slip out of its grip. Okay. Right?
2: I don't know. I uh,
0: or it can't move maybe? Maybe or maybe it just wouldn't move. Yeah, it tries to take off and it goes wing. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um it's a whole thing. Uh let's see. If the target is an object or a weapon being held by another creature, the creature must uh succeed that creature must succeed on a DC 14 strength saving throw, or the Ahuizato pulls the object away from the creature. Rude. It's got like a disarm. Yeah. After stealing an object or weapon, the Ahuizato can move up to its speed as a bonus <laughs> action. Now, the see, Ahuizato, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. The Ahuizato can only grapple one creature or hold one weapon or object at a time. If holding a weapon, it can use its tail grab uh, action to make one attack with the weapon with no proficiency <laughs> bonus. It can steal your battle axe and use it against you. Its hand
2: just goes for your belt and pulls out a (laughs) Glock. Look, it's got a gun.
0: (laughs) Its tail's got a gun. (laughs) Um, But then, yeah, it's got a bite, which is plus five to hit. uh, 1d6 plus three piercing. And then um, it's claws essentially the same thing. But slashing.
2: Despite this creature being unaligned... It feels yeah, pretty evil to me.
0: It, it does. It feels pretty bad.
2: It, it likes to steal and it specifically goes for like the most vulnerable parts of you. Like sans nuts.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that. Yeah, definitely not evil. Bad pet though. I, I like think so. Down.
2: Yeah. There's really not much that's you can't pet it. It's too
0: spiky. Awesome. Um, but now, why don't we play your favorite game, Griff, which is... Oh, what if it wasn't? What if it wasn't? Um, what um, what non-sexual things, uh, aside from killing things, do you think would be fun for an to use that hand for? <laughs>
2: um, could, could, <laughs> I love how you had to specify non-sexual. Non-sexual. Um, it could make you a cappuccino.
0: Ooh, okay. I oh, like that barista dog seal. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, gives it's gonna give some crisp high fives. I know that a
2: solid, like a good secret handshake. Oh, definitely. Be pretty great. Um,
0: um uh, DJ. A DJ. A DJ.
2: It could uh turn your sheet music for you when you're uh playing oh. your like piano recital.
0: Very good.
1: <laughs> um,
2: it could hitchhike. Just, yeah. I wouldn't pick this thing up, even if it was nicer. <laughs> <Neither> would, <I.
0: laughs> would you imagine driving, be like, is that seal trying to catch a ride? What the fuck? <laughs> um, it's got a
2: cardboard sign. It just says Reno.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it doesn't have the money for Vegas, but Reno, let's fucking go. <laughs> um, it could hold a, a picket sign at a, like a rally. Hell yeah, yeah! Fight the power. Yes, you know, fight the power. Fight the man. Free Palestine. What about
2: instead of spikes, um, little little, it's little tufts. What could those be instead? If it um, wasn't
0: spikes. It could be just, like, fun, cute braids with, like, colors, like, you know, just, like, lots of colors involved. Yeah. And so it's just, like, cute and sort of, like, a little Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. tassel-y. Like some
2: charms. Put some charms in there. Oh, some charms on them.
0: Mm -hmm. Some feathers or something. Diet fun colors. Yeah. Feathers. Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) Instead of spikes, it could be... Um oh, you know like those um like at the uh, the car wash, like the little bristly like
1: <laughs> <laughs> the little thing to dangle and spread the stuff all yeah, over the side. Yeah, the subs and shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just hangs over your car, and it just...
2: This (laughs) this seal dog would be great at, like, the high school bake sale car wash.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yes.
2: Help raise money for
0: the... Mascot uh, and helps at the car wash. And it's the mascot! Yes, Zach! Yeah, like the... uh, Abersville Aquazottles. <laughs> yeah, with Abe Aquazottles. Yes. They're, they're, as the, yeah. Uh, everyone's favorite mascot. Fearless mascot.
2: Oh shit, that's good. Bad Pat. Bad pet. Bad pet, if guys. If only
0: it wasn't. Uh if only. If only. But definitely a bad pet. Yep. 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 What yep. you got for us next,
2: Griff? Um, I don't know if this thing has, th- this, just looking at this creature, it reminds me of a different creature we once talked about, Zach, purely okay. just based on vibes. I don't know if that's true or not, but do you remember the snake with a hundred mage hands?
0: Are you, you're talking about the snake with 100 mage hands?
2: Mm-hmm. The snake with 100 mage hands. I
0: love the snake with 100 mage hands.
2: Yeah, our good friend Mr. Hiss. Um... This one just has similar vibes to me. It's the thread-bound constrictor snake.
0: Okay.
2: And what I'm okay. seeing is, like, kind of a nice and lavish rug on the ground. And there's, like, this embroidered stripe down the middle of the rug. Yeah. And, like, emerging from that stripe is a big snake. Mm-hmm. Like, almost like a mimic situation in a way. It's a snake that's hid in a rug. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it says, the, the beautiful snake woven into the rug begins to shift and slide as if slithering. It grows larger and springs from the surface of the rug. Found on tapestries and rugs, thread-bound constrictors are created with magic that infuses textiles with the essence of a once-living creature. They appear mundane until triggered, at which point the pattern comes to life. And they are thread bound, as said here. Uh, When killed, the creature vanishes, reappearing upon the textile to which it is bound in a death pose. At the next dawn, it again assumes its living pattern and can be triggered again. If the textile is destroyed while the pattern of the creature is on it the creature is also destroyed. Otherwise, damage to the textile does not harm the creature. If the creature is killed and the textile destroyed, the creature is permanently destroyed. But it is treated like a construct. So, ergo, it does not require air, food, drink, or sleep. Interesting. Yeah. Neat. Neat. So it's uh, considered a huge construct, unaligned. It's got 12 armor class, 60 hit points, and 30-foot speed. It has a 1 intelligence.
0: Okay. It's a rogue. Strike. (laughs) That's about all it's got.
2: Uh, But it does have a plus 4 in its strength, as well as a plus 2 in its dexterity. Um, Damn. Plus 1 con, 0 wisdom, minus 4 charisma. It is resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical attacks, immune to poison, as well as the poisoned condition. And then it's also immune to charmed, exhaustion, frightened, paralyzed, or petrified. It has blind sight, but only up to 10 feet, and dark vision, up to 60 feet. It understands the language of its creator, but it cannot speak. It is susceptible to anti-magic. The snake is incapacitated while in the area of an anti-magic field. If targeted by Dispel Magic... The snake must succeed on a constitution saving throw against the caster's spell save DC or return to the textile to which it is bound for one minute. It has an immutable form, so it is immune to any spell or effect that would alter its shape. Its weapon attacks are considered magical. And its shifting form uh, allows the snake to enter a hostile creature's space and stop there. It can also move through a space as narrow as one inch without squeezing. And its it's attack is not a strike, but it is a constrict. It is a constrictor snake, after all. Yeah. Um, uh, It has a plus six to hit. Uh, It deals 2d8 plus four damage, and it grapples the creature with an escape DC of 16, and it also restrains the creature while that creature is grappled. Hell yeah. And uh, I think we should talk about the snake for a minute, but there's also a nice little box here... um, where there's a template for uh, other types of thread-bound creatures. So uh, oh, nice. we can get into that. But uh, let's talk about this snake for a minute.
0: Um, I mean, this is kind of really fucking cool. Like, I'm into this. Like, I want yeah. these all over my house. Just a bunch of any...
2: thread-bound critters?
0: Yeah, just for any sort of intruder. Uh-huh. They're going down.
2: Yeah like you have the welcome mat in front of your like, oh, like right inside your door kind of thing. And if someone
0: means me harm. The snake will get him. <laughs> get him.
2: <laughs> you got to be careful though. Like you got there's got to be a way to like for anyone who like doesn't wipe their feet, you know.
1: Mhm. Cuz like
2: it's like you are you're, you're polite when you're coming into someone else's home, you know, you wipe your feet on the rug. But like if someone doesn't wipe their feet on the rug, it's like, "Ooh, they must be an intruder." And that's when the snake attacks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I like how it's if you don't wipe your feet on my face, I'll know your shit back.
2: Yeah, it's kind of backwards logic, but it is it does have one intelligence. It's sound. It's
0: sound logic.
2: (laughs) What is cool is that on this like the design of this rug, as the snake is sort of peeling off of it, like the design stays. Like Yeah, it's very neat. You can see like the the cool sort of like abstract shapes that are still like lining the scales on its back.
0: Mm Yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool.
2: I dig this. This thing, like... I think you gotta be, like, wicked careful.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely.
2: But uh, 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 I think a fairly good pet...
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's one of those things, right? Where it says that, like, it's got specific triggers. Mm-hmm. So you just... As long as you don't do those triggers, like, you're good.
2: And you gotta, like... F- Maybe there's a way to, like... You can trigger it to come out in, like... Hey, it's playtime. Or, hey, it's cuddle time. And, like, not, like... Hey, it's time to bite the
0: ankles of this intruder. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. You got got modes. You like tattle mode.
2: You like tap different symbols on the rug. Yeah, it means different things.
0: Yeah, what do what what kind of animal you want to put into a into a, a carpet? Hmm. My first instinct is always a dog, but I wouldn't want to do
2: that to the dog. <laughs> I mean, That's it's probably fair. fine with it. Maybe like something kind of innocuous, like a poison dart frog. Oh, nice. And then it just jumps Um, out and you're like, what the fuck? And then it gets you.
0: Yeah. um, I want like, oh, God, what's something that's like a sleeper, you know? Like You don't expect it's going to fuck you up. And then
2: if I wanted one purely for security, just something that would like really scare someone and be like, obviously, it'd be like terrifying for like a snake to appear. But what about just like a shark?
0: Oh yeah, just a jumps. <laughs>
2: ah! And then it goes. Oh, that'd be so cool! It goes yeah. back into the rug.
0: Yeah, what's that? That tiny little desert cat that has like the highest kill rate of oh, like, sure. any any creature.
2: Deadliest cat
0: ever. Um, let's see. It's like this cute. It looks like a little kitten, but I believe like, it is just dishes. called the black-footed cat. That makes sense. Yes. I believe that's correct. But yeah, you just have, like it's so lucky. You know, it's on the rug, and you know it's like a very Hello Kitty. Mm-hmm. Looks cute. And it's like, "Oh, look at this cute rug!" But then just a vicious little demon comes <laughs> jumping out of there. But then like it's chill with me, you know. Yeah. Like we'll be chill.
2: Right. It's very cute. Yeah, they're very adorable. It's
0: very cute, Zach. Honestly, like cool pet. Look at this. I know. Oh my god, it's,
1: <laughs> it's very
2: precious. <laughs> Yeah, a little one of those popping out—that'd be—that'd be pretty good.
0: Oh, and you'd be like, "Oh my God, look at it!" Uh... And then you now, get
2: down there. <laughs> I don't know if the black-footed cat—it's it, it, got the highest kill count in the world, right? But isn't that because it's only killing things like that's size appropriate to it?
0: Okay, have you stood against a black-footed cat? I haven't. I just—I yeah. don't. I'm, I'm asking a question. I don't know. I don't think this
2: I, cat secretly has like a venom or something like that to it.
0: I don't know, man. I, the, I have just in trying to put Roxanne into her carrier, uh, felt more violence, um, uh, heaped upon me <laughs> than I think I've ever experienced um, <laughs> ever. But you survived. Um, I survived. Yes. Um, <laughs> However, Roxanne is a domesticated house cat. Uh-huh. This thing is a is a wild killer. Okay. Roxanne's never killed anything before in her life. Okay. She doesn't have the instinct. The, the instinct is dulled. She was just like, I'm just going to hurt you really, really bad. And she did. <laughs> she she did. I eyes. I I legitimately cried because my back hurt so bad. Yeah. Um, oh, she got your back? Yeah. She got my bed. Well, because I was trying to put her in, and she oh. like, got her paws on my shoulder and was just like, ah! "Yeah, and I'm like, "Roxanne, no, oh ah, god, yeah." It was really bad. That's it was yeah, painful. Yeah, I get it. That's that's owning a cat though. But now imagine <laughs> giving her the killer instinct of murdering hundreds of things over the course of a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I think it would be bad news.
2: I have found a bit of a wrinkle in this creature, Zach. Okay. In reading the fine print on uh, this threadbound construct template, it says that only a beast or monstrosity can be made into a threadbound construct. To create one, a spellcaster ritually sacrifices a living
0: creature over the textiles' materials. No, that's bad. Yeah. Nah, fuck that. Never mind. So um price is too high. I
2: mean, like for like a foster adoption situation, you know, getting these thread bound creatures out of bad homes. Sure, yeah. sure, 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 sure. The pet shop is willing to sort of mediate. But like we're not a thread bound construct mill, you know? Yeah. Yeah. P- price is too high. Certainly not. Certainly not. <sighs> this it feels, feels bad, like this buddy. feels
0: like fucking wizards again. Dude, fucking wizards, they ruin fucking everything. The potential is gone. Yeah.
2: Ad break. Ad break. More like (laughs) sad break.
0: Big time.
1: Are you looking for work in a calm, relaxing environment? Do you have a fondness for artisanal teas and comfort? Do you consider yourself undead? Well, spirituality would like you to join our family. Spirituality, a second chance employment tea house for the undead, is a place for those having difficulty adjusting to their new sense of unlife. We understand that dying is hard, and readjusting after the fact can be even harder. Employment at Spirituality is a way for those troubled souls and shambling bodies to begin reintegrating into a living society. Spirituality is 100% undead-owned and operated. A majority of our tea leaves are locally sourced from graveyards, cemeteries, and small businesses. And the blends are assembled in house by expert sommeliers. Every cup, dish, pot, and platter is also made with love by the hands of the unliving. Don't have a corporeal form anymore? That's all right. We have a number of service and accounting positions that would benefit from your ghostly presence. We offer fair and competitive wages but spirituality does not have a comprehensive benefits package because, let's face it, we don't need it anymore. Go to PetShopCast.com to see if there's a spirituality in your area. Come join the family of the unique up-and-coming tea house that Timeless Magazine calls a horrid and inviting place for brunch. Spirituality. No life, no worries.
0: Okay, we're back.
2: I'm uh I'm feeling better. Um, I'm feeling better. We there was we
0: pops we had some popsicles. Yeah. There was some it in helped. the break
2: room freezer.
0: It helped. Yeah. I had a um I had a cherry one. Nice. All right, so we have another sneak. What flavor did you have, Zach? I don't want to talk about Come it.
2: Come on. <sighs> the people want to know.
0: I had an apricot one. They make those, yeah, dude. Yo, I had to go and I had to get them special because I they're hard to find, <laughs> and everyone judges me because I get apricot. But it's just like I like. Oh, no, that sounds again. baller, honestly. Oh, nice. I'm not alone.
2: I forget what they were. This is a real world anecdote. All right, um, nice. When I was <laughs> when I was doing my show last summer, you know, we were doing Theater in the Park, and it was hot. It was the summer, um, and I'm wearing a full suit, so like I was s- sweating bullets yeah you're big
0: cheesing um, I was big cheesing
2: and uh at, there's like a there's like a fridge in like the green room area under the stage and someone would bring a box of popsicles every single day to the performance mm-hmm. and there were these like peaches and cream ones Ooh. that were so good. I think they might have come yeah. from Trader Joe's yeah. but like it was like a such a like ambrosia. In the middle of a show.
0: Yeah. Zach's favorite, like, like I- I- IRL, uh, UTP, you know. Uh, I'm just a classic bomb pop guy. You like a bomb pop? I love a bomb pop, oh, dude. I don't. Dude.
2: I, bomb pops don't really do anything for me.
0: Dude, I love a good bomb pop, dude. Fucking classic. My
2: favorite OG, like, frozen treat that, like, I would get out of an ice cream truck. Um, okay. Was the, like, chocolate eclair, like... It was like the chocolate ice cream on a stick and it had like the mm-hmm. kind of like not quite cookie crumbles, but like it had that. Oh, like, yeah. Like the, the chocolate of version yeah. of like the strawberry shortcake. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking that about. One, that uh, one was my favorite.
0: Fucking slap. Well, uh, we would get candy cigarettes from our ice cream uh, truck. They had, yeah. the ice cream truck. Yeah, they had those in the ice cream truck. They had those in the ice cream truck. And so we'd always be walking around like, look at us. Oh, we're so look cool. Us. They were like right.
2: smoking. So cool. It does make you cool.
0: Yes, um, but no. Um, the, I was uh, the the very shitty like Spider Man ice cream mm-hmm. with the gumball eyes, and love like the the like SpongeBob one. Yeah, the SpongeBob, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, any of that shit. Sonic. I was like, yeah, this is just sugarless. Let's, fucking Let's go. go. Yeah. In my older days, though, drumstick dude. You got you love the
2: classics, huh?
0: Dude, nothing is better than the bottom. <laughs> Like the bot, like the tip, yeah, of of the fucking drumstick, coming, yeah. dude. Nothing beats that shit.
2: I've really come to take some joy in like a classic ice cream sandwich, Ooh, and like the really yes. artificial tasting cookie. Yes, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, oh, yeah, tell us what's your favorite ice cream treats in the Discord.
0: You can subscribe in the Patreon.com/slash Ghostlight Media. Two dollars a month, you won't miss it. Um, anyway, but yeah, we got in second snake here. We got two snakes. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're in a little snake sandwich right now. Oh, back <laughs> half of a snake sandwich. Um, yeah, we're in the ass of a snake sandwich right now. Yeah. Um, uh, this is the horned serpent. Okay. Um, we're looking at just like a big snake. Oh, it's like over. It's like over some rubble and there's like some skull, some skulls and some bones. What the stuff. fuck? But it's like a real big snake um, and it's got like a big like ruby in its forehead and then two like horns sort of coming like off the eyebrows. Yeah. There's like a couple uh, on sets both of both sides. Yeah. On, well, like on both sides. Yeah. There's like two or three different horns. And it's um, it's got a face going.
2: It's got a it's been a minute, Zach. He's got a big old mean nasty face. He does have a big mean nasty face. He's um, got this look in his eye that he's got the he's got the I'm a fuck your dad look, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like he's the, <laughs> he's
0: like, eh,
2: eh, eh. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking coming for Mark, man. It's it's really don't bring my real life father into the bit. You, you, I you got some, I got some
0: Grateful Dead CDs. I'm going to go see you nasty, gonna go you see nasty, dad, nasty fuck. I'm going to go fucking see him, Griff. <laughs> And he's swaying to the
2: side. It's really like an expression thing. I think <laughs> that the creatures have when they're when they, we we describe them as having that face.
0: It's just that pervert, just like yeah, yeah. He looks <laughs> like he's making the face that my previous another path characters, the fear shanestilia, mm-hmm. would make when he would do his very uh, a very particular laugh Mm-hmm. when he would go ha 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 ha. ha. Yeah,
2: that's what this fucking and guy then is like doing. call someone a bitch.
0: Yeah bitch <laughs> um this bitch. huge snake has a pair of wide horns uh-huh. like those of a bull and a smooth opaque red uh, ovoid stone mm-hmm. between its eyes that gives off a faint glow apparently they're plague bearers Uh-oh. known to be a bringer of magical plagues horned serpents are also sought after for their horns and the strange stones between their eyes both believed to have powerful curative properties
2: That'd be such a funny thing to try to hawk to someone who, like, doesn't know about these things. Like, yeah, I've got these serpent horns. They're like, snakes don't
0: have horns, you dipshit. This one does. Though. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure and thing. Y- yeah, you grind up some of that horn. It's going to make your horn real big, buddy. Wait, really? Yeah, big time.
2: You make a an interesting case. Yeah. I'm having problems.
0: Oh, yeah? Well, hey, you have some of this horn. It's going to make your horn real big, buddy. Okay. When I say big, I mean like real
2: real, big. Like real big?
0: Like real (laughs) big. Yeah, okay, man. Okay, cool. Cool. Awesome. That's going to be 500 gold. Okay. It's worth it. It's worth it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, They're wilderness wanderers. Horned serpents travel between lakes, ponds, and deep rivers. Uh, That was very lovely, Griff. Uh, Never staying in one area for more than a few seasons. Though they live primarily in the water, they venture onto the land to hunt, where the sweetness of their poisonous scent draws game to them. Well,
2: that's rude.
0: (laughs) That's very rude, but also kind of cool. And they give off grisly signs. The presence of a horned serpent is most often detected by an area of dead creatures. uh, Poisoned, but otherwise untouched. Ew. It's a large monstrosity, unaligned, eighteen armor class, two hundred and ten hit points. Jesus, forty foot movement, forty foot swim, twenty two strengths, a so plus six. Fuck, plus five con, um, three uh, plus threes in dex and charisma. Uh, it's a charming ass snake. Yeah, that's he's cause he's going around fucking dads God and he's having charm. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, plus two wisdom, but negative three intelligence. There you go. Uh, let's go with Dex and Wiz. Saving throws. Go with perception. Stealth. resistant to fire. Immune to necrotic and poison. Immune to the poisoned condition. Dark vision out to 60 feet. CR12. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's amphibious. It's got co- uh, something called corpse cough. Those who fail a saving throw against the Horned Serpent's Gem Gaze or Bite Attack become infected with the Corpse Cough Disease. Ooh. The infected creature can't benefit from a short or long rest due to a constant wet cough. Wow! The infected creature must uh, succeed on a DC 17 con save each day or take 4d8 necrotic damage. The target's HP maximum is reduced by an amount equal to the necrotic damage taken. The target dies. If this effect reduces its HP maximum to zero, oh my reduction God. lasts until the target is cured of the disease with a greater restoration spell or similar magic. Only greater resto.
2: Oh, damn. And can we pause it right there for a second? Cause like, think about that in the context of like how every like standard NPC has the commoner stat block and has like 10 yeah. hit points. Yeah. That you're fucked. You're boned. Yeah.
0: 48 fuck dude
2: yeah unless you've got Um, a really low roll on that that's killing a commoner in a day
0: wait a second if the infected creature comes into physical contact with a blood relative before the disease is cured the relative must succeed on a dc 17 con save or also become infected with the disease what the fuck the blood relative is afflicted with a constant wet cough within hours of an infection, but the disease full effects don't manifest until 1D4 days later. Corpse cough is so named due to the smell of the cough as the infected creature's lungs become necrotic.
2: It's only contagious between this blood, blood relatives? relatives?
0: That's strange. Weird. Uh... A blood maledict. Um... It gives off a poisonous aura at the start of each of the Horned Serpent's turns. Each creature within 20 feet of it must make a DC 17 con save, taking 4d8 poison damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Holy shit. Yowza. It's got a shielded mind. The Horned Serpent is immune to scrying and to any effect that would sense its emotions, read its thoughts, or detect its location. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, It's got a multi-attack. It makes one gore attack and one bite attack uh gore is plus 10 to hit 4d6 plus 5 piercing ow bite plus 10 to hit 3d10 plus 5 piercing and the target must, su- must succeed on the con save or be infected with corpse cough and then there is gem gaze which can also infect people with corpse cough oof um it's a recharge of 5 or 6 the so horn serpent's gem uh, gem gem <laughs> flashes bathing a 30 foot cone in in uh indecent light iridescent in Zach. <laughs> oh sorry it looks like an end from how far I am
2: it, yes I'm I've been in bathed indecent. in indecent light
0: iridescent light each creature in the area must make a DC 70 constitution saving throw On a failed save the creature takes 10 d6 radiant damage and is infected with the corpse cough disease you even s- oh, yeah if yeah that's fucked yeah holy shit um, holy fucking hell. Um. is a bad snake. Bad snake. Just a real bad snake. A real bad um, snake. Yeah, and I don't want him to fuck my dad. I don't want him
2: to fuck my dad. I don't want to get sick. I don't even,
0: look, I don't even like my dad. And I don't want this <laughs> thing to fuck my dad. Um. Golly, there's nothing saving this thing. No, not nothing at all. It's just a, it, honestly bad. Just a bad pet. It's guys. just bad. No. Not
2: even just a we bad pet. It's bad. We don't
0: want this thing, and we will not get it for you.
2: No, so under no circumstances. Yeah, not at all. No. no, and I'm like honestly, the subject of pandemics is a little touchy in our plane it's right now. It's a little
0: now. touchy right now. So like, chill. Fucking cool it. Chill. Cool it. Chill. Cool it. Chill. Okay? God.
2: The shielded mind aspect is interesting. Like, I'm assuming that's a side effect of the weird
0: gem. Of the
2: ge- yeah. Of the gem? Like, what's gem? up with the gem? Did, I don't know what's up with the gem. Did it, like, was it born with the gem? Was it, like, was the gem installed into its dome piece? Like?
0: I have no idea. I, no, no idea. I, I, I... It's a mystery. The gem and is one a point that, of concern. That, but, you know, one that, frankly, I am i don't want to find out. Because I don't want to spend any more time thinking about this dad fucking creature. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you, dad.
2: No. Stupid gem snake, get out of here. <laughs> I do not uh, like this gem snake.
0: I do not like the gem snake.
2: All right, let's get the fuck away from this guy. Goodbye, gem snake. Goodbye. No more bits for you. Now um oh, but,
0: but I like the bit.
2: <laughs> With any luck Zach, this last one is at least I'll, I'll tell you this much, it's at least a cutie. Fingies crossed. Yeah. Uh our last creature of the day is the Wolpertinger. Oh. Yeah, right?
0: That is so cute.
2: The Wolpertinger is um it's it looks like a rabbit. Uh, it has a little pair of antlers and also mm. a little pair of wings. It's like a flying jackalope. Yeah. A strange amalgam of creatures, the antlered rabbit hops on the stump, spreading its wings and releasing a high-pitched shriek from behind its fangs. <gasps> I can't wait to hear that in the edit. <laughs> <sighs> yeah,
0: nothing. I'm giving you options. <laughs> Stop! I'm just getting
2: I'm just getting mime from you. Uh, they are mischievous beasts. The Wolpertinger possesses a talent for mischief and petty theft involving food, but otherwise does little harm if unprovoked. An angry Wolpertinger, on the other hand, makes for a frightening enemy, dropping from the sky antlers first on the object of its ire. I really
0: want to say this name in the German accent. Okay, proceed. Yeah, you know, oh, I was just saying, like, like that's what it makes me want to do. Oh, okay. Will you? Will you do it for um, me? Yeah. <clears throat> That's yeah. That's that's good shit right there. Thanks, man.
2: Uh, <laughs> can I get it one I more time? Be an old
0: <sighs> Yeah, that's good. That's good shit. Yeah, I can. I can be an old German man. Uh, they are desired by Faye. Interesting.
2: Some fae develop unusual compulsions around Wolpertingers, describing them as divinely adorable, delightful, and utterly charming. While Wolpertingers are certainly unusual, the fae often become obsessed enough to pay large sums for a live animal. Write that down, Zach. Okay. Bear folk consider them reliable guides through forests, claiming they can speak... Uh-huh. Yeah, wrong, okay. No other humanoids have reported Wolpertinger's speech and it seems likely that the bear folk may be teasing their Fey and gnomish friends. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. And they are gnome friends. Wolpertingers have a fondness for gnomes and dwell in forests near gnomish settlements. Gnomes often raise Wolpertingers as companions and many gnomish wizards have Wolpertinger familiars. Ooh, nice. These are great. Uh, So it's a tiny monstrosity. It's unaligned. 13 armor class. uh, Nine hit points. And it's got a 30-foot walk and fly speed, as well as a 10-foot burrow speed. Nice. Uh, Its highest stat is its dexterity at a plus three, followed by its constitution at a plus two, wisdom at a plus one, strength and charisma are both at minus two, and its intelligence is at minus three. It does have dark vision out to 60 feet. Uh, It has a charge and flyby, so it can uh, deal more damage if it moves at least 10 feet straight toward a target before hitting. And then it doesn't provoke opportunity attacks if it flies out of an enemy's reach. The Wolpertunger's long jump is 20 feet, and its high jump is 10 feet with or without a running start and then that bite and that gore attack each are a plus five to hit and deal 1d4 plus three piercing
0: damage. Just little daggers. Yeah,
2: so let's see. Let's do the math here. On a charge attack, that's 2d4 plus three, so a max of 11 damage. That could kill a wizard. That could kill a wizard. If a Wolpertinger flies down from the branches, antlers first. (laughs) 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 That could kill a wizard. And then uh, lastly, it does have a little uh, recharge ability here called Keening. The Wolpertinger emits a piercing shriek. Each creature within 30 feet that can hear the Wolpertinger must succeed on a DC 13 Constitution saving throw or be deafened for one minute. A beast with an intelligence of four or lower must also succeed on this Wisdom saving throw. Oh, it becomes a Wisdom saving throw at that point, not Constitution. But it has to succeed a wisdom save or be frightened until the beginning of its next turn. And All
0: then right, there's so a, got the, ooh, go ahead.
2: there's a little block here for the uh, for these creatures serving as familiars, as Cobalt Presses so want to do. Where they mm-hmm. you get that uh, that telepathic bond, you can sense the creatures within a mile of you. And they always have this cool little thing where if the creature's within ten feet of you, it also confers like one of its bonuses. And the one that the Wolpertinger gives you is that it confers its standing leap trait.
0: I like that. Which
2: means if you've got your Wolpertinger nearby, you've got fucking mad dunking skills.
0: Dude, you can fucking dunk so hard. That's awesome. Um, I see the movie. Are you ready? We haven't done this in a while. Have you seen the seminal Key and Peel classic Keanu? No. So the two of them find this little kitten. hmm They fall in love with it. They name it Keanu. Mm-hmm. After but Keanu turn- Reeves, or after Keanu Reeves, okay, I'm assuming I would yeah. hope so. I, f- I forget, um, but anyway, um, it turns out the kitten was previously owned by like the leader of a gang, and so oh. the gang shows up and they take Keanu back. And so Key and Peel go and they, they try to rescue their yeah. the cat, Keanu. Um, but I see the Faye version of this <laughs> where, where, where Wolf, where Wolfportinga, where Keanu. Is taken by powerful Faye and and Faye, Key and Peel mm-hmm. go and try to get their beloved Wolpertinger back.
2: Yeah. That's pretty good. Hey, thanks, man. Faye, Faye, Faper Tinger.
0: No. Faye, Tinger. Hmm.
1: What's yeah, Keanu backwards?
0: <laughs> um, Keanu. It would be
2: y- unique. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's all. It's it's a German
0: yeah. film, so it, it works.
2: Yeah. Unique. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Fey are
0: German in this. The I Fey
2: are like German in this reality. Welcome to the Fey Wild. I'm down. I like the idea of German Fey. Of German Fey. Uh, German fey. <laughs> yeah. <I'm on. laughs> I think, I think this one, I think this is going to be a pretty good pet. I think yeah, Wolpertinger yeah. has really good, uh, good really good pet opportunities here.
0: Opportunities. Hmm? I said opportunities. I don't know. I just said opportunities. For it. Anyway. Um, it was just one
2: of those moments where you lagged out on me, and I just oh, heard. Oh, nice.
0: Opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> so <went>, opportunities. Um... <laughs> Did my cats do something? Uh Uh-oh. Are you alive, cats? I heard the thumping. Um, Yep. I mean, they're cool. They're great. I'm very interested to find out why the Fae are like, oh my god, I love them.
2: I think it's just Um, one of those things. It's like, there doesn't need to be a reason necessarily. It's like, you can't break your promises to them. They don't like iron, and they love
0: Wolpertinkers. They love Wolpertinkers.
2: Yeah. Do you think Fae... It's kind of a tangent. Do you think Faye would be scared of me because of my last name? Or you Cold think Iron? they're too sappy? Or you think they're too savvy for
0: that? Um, I I'm I, I, being a name. Like it's a, a name, not a t- uh, well. I guess it, it depends on if they take it as like your your family name, right? Or like a title, yeah. like your Griffin of the Cold Iron. Yeah, you know, because uh, if that's the case, then they might be like, "Oh, why the fuck is he called that?" Mm-hmm. And might be a little afraid. But if they find out it's like your, your your given name, not your given name, but your family name, they're gonna be like, eh, "Probably
2: not." So I could I could probably leverage that.
0: Yeah, like if you like you know, meet fan. You want to see I'm Griffin of the Cold yeah. Iron? You want to
2: see why they call me Cold Iron? And they're like, You're No, like, no, no, fuck,
0: fuck. no, don't! I swear, I'm not here to hurt anyone. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Wolpertingers are sick. I, I think they, they'd be good. I think, they like, a little rough to have in a, um maybe a household situation, but, like, probably no worse than, like, a rowdy house cat.
0: Yeah.
2: I think it's probably you know, fine. You you gotta
0: take them outside, let them do their thing. They'll you know, I mean, it's the same thing when, you know, like, our, our dear friends have two greyhounds in their house. Right. Like, they gotta let those dogs out, or, that's, or they're gonna go fucking ballistic, and yeah. everything will be off the walls, and it'll be a nightmare.
2: Yeah probably fond of forested areas but like yeah, you know as long as you have some like you know go for a walk and like a little like a uh, go, go like hiking yeah. with it get make sure it gets that fill yeah pull up a good pet good pet good pet i think like our only good pet our only good pet today yeah sometimes they're stinkers sometimes they're winners Hey, just, sometimes just they're the thinkers
0: and sometimes they're stinkers, and that's just the business of the pet shop.
2: That's our famous tagline. Yeah, <laughs> There we go. I'm so glad uh, we came up with uh, uh, It's All About Love, Baby instead of that, but like, can you imagine yeah. if we had come up with that like episode one? Of, like, oh, yeah. Sometimes they're thinkers, sometimes, sometimes they're stinkers.
0: <laughs> that all would have would have also been a pretty good
2: one. and that could have been our tagline for four
0: for four years instead but for f- five years maybe five years what are you talking about? five almost i think more than five years right we started this in 2018, i don't know Italy? dude 2018
2: 2018? hang on let me let remember. me check the re- let me check
0: the archives check it 20 november 2018 all right so almost yeah so yeah five
2: over five years november will be six years
0: Damn! Wild, wild, purely wild, um, folks. I think that's about does it. That's about does it. That's about does it. You know, <laughs> um, we did an episode. We hope you liked it. We appreciate you being here. Um, Hell yeah! You know, you know the usual places you can support us. Griffin will probably tell you about most of them right after the episode. I end. most uh, certainly will. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, support us because we need it, um, or we'll die. <laughs> there there it is i really I need your up. support right now i you'd be <laughs> i just really need your support right now
2: it'd be really good of you if you just like stayed and just listened to this episode and then also gave us like 2 dollars a month
0: yeah oh hey that yeah, this episode's going to go out uh in time um we uh on uh oh god was it wednesday the uh, february 14th um we are having um an inaugural stream of a thing um, on the Ghost Light like Mia Twitch thing. Um, I think I told you about this a little bit, Griff. Uh, it's the first stream of something we like to call One Page Wonderland. Um, it's gonna, oh, I don't I guess I haven't told you about this it. This is news um, to me. Incredible. Uh, no, but it's gonna be a new, uh, monthly stream that we're gonna try to do, um, where every month we play a different One Page RPG. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, rotating carousel of, of uh, of people running, people playing. Um, and we're just going to try to do a monthly stream of, uh, just a goofy one pager. So, uh, this, um, this, uh, month we're going to be doing it on Wednesday, February 14th, Valentine's day. It's going to probably have a little bit of romance in there. Um, we're between a couple games, so it'll be a surprise on the day, uh, what we end up playing, but check it out.
2: Nice. Twitch.tv slash go site media. Nice, nice, nice. That's very fucking cool.
0: So yeah, Griffin, if you end up wanting to run one of them or oh. playing them So oh. let me know
2: I've got I remember that uh, that dumb D&D camp we did one summer yeah um I ran so many games of Crash Pandas like nice I got
0: a bunch of I want to play Crash Pandas so bad yeah right now we're we're between um two uh one is called Pride and Extreme Prejudice <laughs> Um, where you're uh, uh, ladies of marrying age, um, but also the French are invading England, and you have to fight them off in your family's antique dragoon. I love that. Uh, which, is, which is a large uh, mech that uh, you and your three sisters pilot. <laughs> um, and the other one is called Sad Vampire Boyfriend. Um, oh, my God. Both made by Grant Howitt. What a crazy man. You know what we could um, do for one of these, Zach? What?
2: We could do... Zach and Griffin's multiversal intern quest. We could that thing we made on like
0: four years ago. We could run that. So uh, that's an option uh, that we're going to do this. <laughs> uh, like I said, we're going to try yep. to do this monthly. Yep, yep, um, yep. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of, I'm running the first one and I'll just be kind of overseeing it as things go. So I'll probably rotate in and out every once in a while. But yeah, Sick. cool. Lots of fun. Check it out.
2: Well, folks, I think that's been about it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I have been griffin and I have been sick and just remember folks at the end of the day It's all about Love baby. I was trying to do German, but I can't do a German accent to (laughs) save my life
0: It's all about
2: love baby. (laughs) (laughs) Bye Thank you all for listening to episode 128 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at petshopcast. Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Kyle, Joel, and Tyler for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole, Tuttle, Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on the Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also a part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, don't forget to check out twitch.tv slash Ghostlight Media Wednesday, February 14th. Mark your calendars. Or don't, if you don't like fun, I guess.